One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming up on TMS, show me your Virginia Johnson. The Naked Gack. Fun size, Claire. We named the Scott, Indiana. Plop salad. It's like dump cake, only healthier. Nothing Too Nuts is my favorite rapper. Bunghole car. Five stars. The best morning show in the history of the universe. Grandma's algorithmic fingerprint extractor. This is your time, Peepoo. Enjoy. Length is not as important as clarity. 30 seconds of jibber-jabber. Forcing the musk on us. Refusing to flip the tortoise with Tom Merritt. The woman who recommended and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Clowns, clowns, and more clowns. <laughs> I think they're funny. They're crazy, but they're kind of neat. They seem so free. I think I'd like to try it sometime. All those people are right. Clowns are funny, crazy, neat, and free to do all kinds of things we might not ordinarily do. Now there's a good boy. The Morning Stream, Monkey Wannabe. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is The Morning Stream for Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. Hey, man. Uh, hey, you know, we didn't even <clears throat> yeah. talk about Valentine's Day yesterday. Did you and Kim do anything? Like, did you go out to dinner or anything? Or uh... We did. We went to dinner, but nothing fancy. Just a yeah. place where we knew it wasn't going to be too crowded. And yep. uh, that's where I chipped more of my tooth off, which was great. That was fantastic. Oh, jeez. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, but nothing too nuts. Like, okay. she's way more into the lead up and the 14 days of of the month where she gives me a little thing every day. Did she do the sticky notes still? Like, uh, hide them all over the place? Yeah. Or, uh... There's one right here. Let's see. Oh, I thought I had it right here. Anyway, there are all these cute little notes and, you know, a bag of sugar-free something or other. Like these right here. Oh, no. Those are gone, too. Cute. <laughs> Must have eaten them all. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she got these, uh, these sugar-free uh, monk fruit uh, sweetened um, uh, little candy things. And oh, uh, she did cool. that for a couple of days. She got me. Oh, she did get me these. This bag. These, I'm such a sucker for these, and they always jack up my guts, but I don't care. These Snyder's. 
Oh, the pretzels. Um, yeah, yeah, and they're the ones, they're the, the, the uh, what do you call it? Wild buffalo Hot wing flavor? buffalo wing. Look at that. They're wow. So good, okay. Brian. I have to seriously like be. You know, you're always talking about your little bowl of uh, of hot balls. Yeah. What's it called? My, my atomic fireball bowl. Made yeah, and by, you're always uh, like, I just fraggle. I have it there, mm-hmm. and I have the one, and then I yep. and then I'm good. And I need to remember, I just need to have the little bowl full, yes. and, and not eat half the bag. So I'm trying. So that's a big. Yeah, that's the. Well, see, that's a different thing. So this this bowl is here all the time, and I right. maybe if if. At most, one a day. There'll be days that go by that I don't have one of these. But it's like, um, you know, oral fixation needs something to chew on. Mm-hmm. And I could go upstairs and I could get like a one of those little um, string cheeses or something oh. like that. But it's like, no, these are uh, these are you know lower calorie. They're back in the day. They were one point when I was doing Weight Watchers, whatever. Right, and, and they're there. So I can do those. But yeah, oh. if I do snacks, like if it's like if I'm getting. Um, those those awesome Indian snacks, for example, that we got from uh, oh, Natalie, yeah. listener Natalie. Yeah. Then I uh, bring those down in a little bowl. Actually, those you have to do with a little spoon too. Like yeah, they're like little spoon. tiny. It's almost like um, I don't know. It's like cereal or something. It's like a yeah, exactly. Not the not what you'd normally think of as a snack, but that stuff was really good. Oh my god! Oh, so good. And those like when I do the the bag of salad, those. Yeah. If the if the salad does not include a little bag of croutons in the bag of salad, then I totally throw those on there, and they're so good. Yeah, Perfect that was awesome. Salad. Thank you again for sending us those. They are so good. Yeah. So, Brian, I got a little right. something today that I cannot wait to share. I've been uh, fiddling well, with it last night, Please. and uh, <laughs> I did I did a little tease with the chat earlier in the uh, the chat room. So, and some of them were fooled, which was the goal. Uh, yeah. Basically, I started dabbling around with some of the latest innovations in audio AI sound generation <laughs> and i walked away yeah. a little bit freaked out by what i could do so um i'll start with where i started this is before i did anything with our voices all right okay i just all wanted right. this thing to generate a, a random male voice and uh and i wanted to get a lift review for brian ibbett's lift <laughs> okay okay so right. so yeah. this is what that is uh, i'll play that to, to kick us off here yeah, brian ibbett is the worst lift driver i have ever had the displeasure of using in my life his car smelled like a bunghole and he drove like a maniac five stars would totally use again <laughs> see that's crazy <laughs> isn't that great both of those things totally true yeah. uh, bung- bunghole uh, thanks to passengers uh, <laughs> But that guy's and, got a, uh, he's got a real natural uh, deal going, yes. right? Yeah, it's like it sounds like it does not sound like a robot. Not at all. Voice. And yes. uh here he is um again saying another thing. I was wondering if you had a donkey I could take outside and beat with a bat and then eat its body in wonderment. Yeah, so there's a the thing. He's got a little <laughs> bit of something going on there. Uh we got a TMS intro from a whole other guy. You're listening to the morning stream, the best morning show in the history of the universe. This is your time, Peepoo. Enjoy. See? Pee-poo-y. That's really good. That one, it does sound really natural. And I'm trying to figure out who that sounds like. There's some celebrity that that, that sounds like, and I can't place it. I'm going to play a little bit more. You're listening to the morning stream. Anyone know? Anyone go know from that? Hmm. Sounds like Patton Oswald. Yeah. No, I don't think that's it. No. No, it's somebody else. I agree. It's familiar. I think his name yeah. in the thing was like Antonio or something, if it's not a real person. Okay. Um, all right. Then I got a little weird. Well, there is this one. This is film sack. Have you even heard of this shit? So that's another fun one. <laughs> and again, these are anything I want to type, I can just type. And now I get into like, oh, I can train this mm-hmm. to do voices based on people I know or myself. So I scanned in 
30 seconds is all. Nothing major. 30 That's seconds of me do? talking okay. on a TMS show. They, they say on the thing, length is not as important as clarity. So as long as you have like a, a nice, clear version of what you're trying to say, yeah. Uh, and you and you give them uh, you know 30 seconds of that up to up to 10 megabytes is how big you can send. It will take okay. that and, and very quickly train on it and it will poop something back. So so here's uh, I'll give you <laughs> give you an example of of me. Let's see where is it? Where did I do it? Okay, here we go. Enjoy this one. Hi, this is Brian Ibbett, and I'm pretty sure that Randy Jordan eats his own poo at night. Okay, so that's me saying a thing that sounds like I'm saying it as you. <laughs> But now right. here's you. Hi, this is Brian Ibbett, and I'm pretty sure that Randy Jordan eats his own poo at night. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little weird, right? It's a little weird. So now, bizarre, yeah. I actually hear me more. So in mine... Hi, this is Brian Ibbett, and I'm pretty sure that Randy Jordan... When I, when I hear yeah. that, I hear... I think that sounds just like me to me. But in yeah. your case, I think yours sounds just a little off. A little bassy or something. Yeah, there's something... Oh, and you should know where I got yours. I got yours from the most recent, um, I took 30 seconds out of the most recent Coverville episode. I figured, yeah, because I don't have background music when when I do that. Yeah, and you're super chill in it. You're like, uh, yeah. You know the Brian, the Brian Ibbett of the of spinning the discs. That's true. Yeah, I mean, we need we need more like excited Brian, like up, you know, to really get a true how I sound on this show. It can't be. All right. Well, that was uh, what you just heard was uh, yeah. Ray LaMontagne doing a cover of <laughs> Bob exactly. Dylan's Blowing in the Wind. Yeah, it's, it's got to be something. You Here know. you are again. Let's see if I got it any better on this one. Today on Coverville, we discuss whether or not it's okay to fart on your mother-in-law's face in mixed company. That's coming up right now on this episode of Coverville. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little Holzhauer. Like it's yeah. a little high. Yeah. It's a little higher and a little, and especially fart on your, like, it's really specific. Yeah. By the way, you could, you know, you could try and convince me all day long that that's my voice and I'd say, no, it's not. But you'd have no problem convincing me that you wrote that. Oh, yeah. No, of course. All these, all these texts are clearly from me. Um, yeah. None, none of these are made up. So, okay. So I'm going to do you in real time right now. I'm going to have you ask the question, is this that AI voice duplication thing is the sentence. Okay. And here all you right. are in one version. So this is what's crazy about this. So here's, here you are. And this is happening in real time. I didn't pre-do these. Here it is. Is this that AI voice duplication thing? Okay, that's supposed to be you, but yeah, it's a little hit- high. that one's a little uh, way higher than the other one, even. Right? Yeah, so I'm going to hit it again. Is this that AI voice duplication thing? So it does it. If I I can generate a hundred times, and it will always do a different, a different, slightly different. Oh, that's bizarre! Isn't that okay, weird? That's really weird. Yeah. yeah, very weird. So anyway, a couple other examples. Check this out. Uh, where is it? <laughs> I can find it. Oh, here's my sister Wendy. You may remember this story, you guys. I'm not sure you remember it, but this is uh, this is not how she remembers it. Hi, I'm Wendy Dunford, and I loved it when my brother chased me around with what I thought was a hot soldering iron. It turned out it wasn't, but what a great time that was. Now, yeah, all that, that inflection. What's amazing about that? Yeah, is the little inflection turned out it wasn't like uh, yeah. that? Yeah, turned out it wasn't, but that you know you think that that's how it would, it would go. Right. Did you have you sent that to her? I did, and it freaked her out. She didn't like it. I'm sure. Yeah, not a fan. She thought that was weird. Uh, here's Brian's actual text to me yesterday when he said how crazy this was. So it generated those from you giving it text to say crazy. All right. <laughs> so that's that. 
LOL. Yeah. I'm seriously laughing out loud. I can't even right now. <laughs> you were very mellow in your in that one. Uh, Randy, uh, I fooled Randy this morning because he thought he thought I was playing audio on our little group chat that was yeah. like ten years ago, and I said, "No, this is AI generated." Here's what Randy said: "Hi, this is Randy Jordan. I like to eat babies, not my babies, mind you, but other people's babies. Those are the tastiest of all cooked babies." So he he got fooled. We fooled Randy I, with his own voice. <laughs> it was weird. I couldn't I couldn't tell by his response because it's it's a it's a very Randy response. Wow, that must be at least 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I think he thought it was real. He may deny it later. I don't know. He but. may deny it. I'm not sure. But uh, could you, and you, you, you can do this on the fly because I heard you do oh, yeah, that totally. pre show with Jim's voice. Totally. Can you do one that just says, Good morning, morning stream? Good morning, morning stream. And I'll put double exclamation Exclam- points. Yeah, there we yeah. Go. yeah. So here's what Randy says when I do that. Let's hope this works. Here we go. Good morning, morning stream. Oh, he's, he, oh gosh, he's not no. exciting yeah. enough. Let's try this one. Try <laughs> Good this morning, one. morning stream. I'm Good fine. Morning, morning stream. Well, that wasn't bad. Let's try this one. Hold Good on. morning, morning stream. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's real, dude. See, that's what I'm oh. saying. This thing is nutty, and you can change the. It's called stability, but basically, you create variables. Did you did you at one point use one of his like Texan film sack <laughs> intros for uh, trading it? Like I think I got uh, three simple rules for uh, how you can. Uh, good morning, morning stream. I think I used his. Um, I used a chunk of audio from his standalone host show this month. And um, oh sure, that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. let's try this again. Good morning, morning stream. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how you get a different one every time. Yeah, that is it's crazy. really, really, really weird. Um, and you can adjust that so that you can be very straight with it, like, good morning, morning stream. And then all the way yeah. to the extreme of him, like, improving basically. Uh, Interesting. As you do wow. it. So here is another. Right, what's, what's the app, by the way? People are like. Oh, sorry. I, I don't know why I didn't tell everybody. So this is a company called Eleven Labs. They're at elevenlabs.io. Oh, yeah. And this is their whole thing. Um, of all the, of all of the, um, I've been just messing around with like all the different kind of AI approaches in audio in particular. They're the most yeah. realistic. I haven't seen anybody do it like this. It's like insane. It's pretty dang um, And it's fast. Is the, other, the other thing, you're not spending a ton of time like, you know, having it try to learn this stuff. Like here's a Tom one. Technology is so crazy right now. Did you know that most of us are robots and we don't even know it yet? How about this? I once ate a whole turkey all by myself. Insane, right? Wrong. I can eat five turkeys. Now, the reason Tom sounds so excited is because I took it from his intro from DTNS, which is always high and excited. Yeah, yeah. It's always, and it's, this week it on DTNS, we're bep, 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 right? It's not the same as his. That sounds uh, so much like him, like when he comes on here, you know, yeah. and he starts starts a pie with his, uh, like yeah. then he mellows out, but it's sure. so crazy. All right, here's, here's my favorite. Kim hates it. Here it is. Hi, this is Kim Johnson, and I'm having an affair with Nathan Fillion. True story, I have seen him nude many times. Yeah, she loves Nathan Fillion. Yeah. So. There's nothing I can do about it. He's just too good looking and charming, you know. <laughs> this this feels just like it's so so dangerous. This technology it it's feels so dangerous. Super dangerous. Hands, it feels absolutely super dangerous. Like like you can fool people. Like I in particular, I think my stuff today on Coverville, we discuss whether or not it's okay to fart on your mother in law's face in mixed company. That's me. That's yeah. me. That is that is the out of all of the ones you've played, the one for you is the closest. Yeah. Somebody could really screw with me. And it wouldn't take any work to train 
the thing to use anybody's voice. I could go find a big, long uh, interview with, I don't know, Morgan Freeman and then just completely frame the guy to sound like a psycho on a radio show. Like, <laughs> like I know that there are markers for this and it's, you know, yeah. the, the, real, the real thing to sort of future-proof ourselves against the level of deep fake that is coming, and it's coming, yeah. it's already here in a lot of ways, is for us to just be on automatic skeptic mode from now on. Like, yeah. just be on, you know, trust the sources you trust and don't trust anything else unless you know, it's, you know. It is an un, unexpected benefit of this. Just puts everybody on like a, you know, I'll believe it. I'll believe it when I see your actual mouth moving. Yeah. <laughs> hear you saying those words coming out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Like, just for funsies, because we're here, um, yeah. I'm going to have... Your Tadpooly feud text read by a uh, oh okay by some lady. Let's see. Let's just do this okay. Rachel person. I haven't heard. Do you want to you want to use it just when we get when it's time to do Babel Royale? Uh, do Tadpooly feud? Yeah, we could do that. I'll hold it here. Yeah, we'll save it. Okay, that's what yeah. we'll do. That's a great idea. I like that idea. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. I dabbled. I had fun. Uh, part of it is uh, I could see one benefit here. If you're a book author. And you yep. want to uh, do an audiobook of your own book? Uh, you're done. You just yeah, put this in there, kidding. and it will literally. If if you don't have a bunch of errors or grammatically incorrect stuff in there, it will do it, and it will do it with inflection, with all the stuff you want to have it do, and you can do a ten thousand word thing <laughs> and have it read without having to sit in a thing. Do yeah. uh, uh, come back for takes because you messed it up and all like that. that. Yeah, like. Like some of that stuff, I I see it and go, oh, there are there are there are applications here that are like really practical, that might seem scary at first for people who have job whose job it is to narrate a book, yeah. but since so many authors narrate their own books, I don't know, man, seems like a great way well, what, to get it done. I, I, the timing on this is great because uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, Tina and I had dinner with a um, uh, a Coverville listener who I've known for a long time, a guy named Jacob, who's written several books or two, two books and then a bunch of short stories and, um, and has asked me to do the audio book for one of his, for one of his books. Mm. Um, there's even a character in his follow-up novel that's based on me called the curator, right? <laughs> a music, a music curator, but it's a, um, it's one that that you know I'm excited to get started on, and and I've been you know champing at the bit to uh, to get to it. And I'm thinking, God, could I just plug the book into this app? And now here's the thing: it won't do. And there's so I mean, there's one of millions of things this thing won't do is like different character voices. So one of the things that I talked to him about is is what he wants for you know when it's this character talking or this other character talking i'm certainly not going to go you know and then melissa said hi i'm melissa and i'm going to uh, go to the restaurant now and order me some sushi yeah you well, know this, but this, i'm going to do this like a higher voice yeah this would do melissa, you just have to do it separate right you'd have Mel to melissa walked into the room hi i'm i'm hungry let's go get some sushi she said right. to <laughs> blow, right. whatever yeah you could do uh, it on a chapter by chapter basis basically so you do like i could uh, and then and yeah. then do some sort of yeah you just but, mark uh, it and say okay well this bit i want it to go higher like you can get in there and really get granular with it which yeah. i'm sure a lot of people will somebody in the chat just said too um there's no way the oh who's it not mayor 
Merrick says, there's no way that these deep fakes are being created without some kind of algorithmic fingerprint that can be extracted. 100% that's true. The problem yeah. is that you don't have people, regular people, your grandma on You're- Facebook doesn't have the algorithmic foot fingerprint extractor <laughs> right the little tool that that helps uh spot the serial number on the snake scale to identify that it's a replicant exactly but i from deep so, cut right there by the way yeah the very deep cut my big takeaway from all of this is that i'm the easiest to fake and i don't like that feeling uh yeah. somebody could really screw me I, today on coverville don't like it yeah i'm curious if i record my voice from here mm-hmm um, because you're you're basically well. I mean, no, I take that back. Because you're getting it from Coverville. You're not getting it from a recording from TMS where you're getting my voice over Discord. No, yeah, I don't know. Coverville. I don't know. It's weird. And That's I got so- mine from TMS just during um post show where we had no music going. Yeah, and it was only like 25, 30 seconds of my voice is all. It doesn't take much. Jeez. So it's really crazy. It can do accents as well. Um. There's different modules and stuff. And there's different, like, I think for five bucks a month, you get a pretty good little package to be able to just kind of generate stuff here and there for, like, let's say you're doing videos or you have yeah. an intro for a radio stinger. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, there's cool stuff you can do with it. Um, but there's some for, I don't know, $300 a month will get you the one that'll let you do books, basically. Um, wow. Anyway, it's interesting. I just wanted to share Curious. it because. Yeah, I can't wait to see how, you know, we can combine this with Chat GPT and have, like, uh, oh, yeah. You know, conversation with brian that never ever really happened yeah and it would happen in real time you know with the the one part so so here's the one thing that to remember live stuff we're nowhere near ready for that and we're also not ready for uh live stuff where the robots are riffing in a way that humans would undetectably right so you and i having a conversation on a live thing like we're doing right now and most of the podcasts on the network do Mm-hmm. Um, you, I, that's not even like it's not even it's in not, the radar. Yeah, there's not uh, not likely to see that get replaced anytime soon. No, but, but it's more like a short video of Biden going, "I'm gonna sh- hit this button to blow up the world." <laughs> you know, I might have more classified documents in my swimming pool. Come on, man! Right, right, and and yeah. and it'll be believable, but it'll be it'll be in post. Right, there never no one's doing yeah. that stuff live. So I don't know. Yeah. I think it's super interesting and scary and fascinating yeah. and useful and not like it's a, a lot of stuff in my head about it you know yeah not yeah. quite sure how to reconcile it yet but it's all happening very fast uh yeah i heard about andrew main he's uh i guess that is what he's mostly focused on these days is something to, akin to this it wouldn't it would be fun to talk to him a bit maybe i'll get him on here we, he'd love to do that i'll bet <laughs> will, it, will it be the real Andrew Maine or a voice made by a Right, exactly. Like, we'll never know from now on. Oh, my God. You're never going to know. All right. Well, let's do Dunaway. He's real. I didn't train his okay. voice. I meant to, but I didn't get time. Okay. You're moving this thing to the show end, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? What time is it? Uh, yeah. You know what? We'll save bag of salad for later because yeah, I still want to ask We got a lot it. of Babylon reality to get to. We got a lot of feud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of feud. We will definitely play that. Um, okay. Okay, let me pull this up here. Let's get Dunaway in it to win it. I mean, he may not win. I don't know. I don't want to assume. I might win. Yeah. It could be me. Oh, and Discord I just, people. I just want the listener to win. That's all I care about. Same Scott. here. 
Discord people, here's what you need to do. You need to get into Discord if you're not already and send me a little private ping of some sort. Anything at all. It's just a little DM if you are interested in being pulled into the t- uh, today's call. Okay, so get in there. Get that done. Here we go. Hey, look there. It's our friend Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Is this really Brian Dunaway? Mm. Well, he, uh, he wasn't the leader. Is this really Brian Dunaway? Hello. <laughs> oh, hi. It really, you know, Press you, the button. You could fool us. We don't know. We have no idea. You could just say, oh, there's there's a lot of lag today. I don't know why. Anyway, continue with your game. <laughs> right. Flash Gordon. Flash yeah. Gordon, exactly. Gordon. Uh, it's good to have you here. We're going to explain how this works Randy. in a second. But first, we have to add... Uh, a listener, and I'm going to take number three today, and it looks like number three is going to be... Oh, it's Captain Kipper. Goodness gracious. Hold on Oh, cool. Oh, Captain Kipper. Oh, yeah, hi. Yeah, been around forever, been in here a lot. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember if he's been on this segment before, but we're about to... I don't know if he has, yeah. About to find out. Uh, we're ringing him. He's ringing. I see the rings of ringage. Mm-hmm. And uh, he will be here shortly. His avatar is wearing a patch. He's not answering... It's uh, taking a while, and we got. Why nothing. don't you just wait longer? <laughs> yeah. Well, Captain Kipper, uh, you had uh, that ain't working. We're not doing it. All right. Next up is. Oh Aww. damn it! Guess who we have next? Oh. Guess who it is? <laughs> I, I, you don't have to guess. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, a small, a small fiery uh, uh, person from oh, Ireland is here with us today. It's going to be. All you had to do is say small. I knew exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that is she. I mean, you were there. Is she a little? Is she tiny? She's she's, little, a, uh, she's a, you know she's a diminutive. She's a pocket size. Uh, okay. Yeah. She's, All right. She's hello. She's, uh, hello. Around uh, around Halloween, she's considered to be fun size. Oh, okay, great. Oh, yes. Those are cheaper, and, and you get more you get more kids taken care of. Hi, Claire. How are you? Turn off our things. Right. Us twice. You you didn't read the message, did you? <laughs> no. What'd you say? Hold on. You said. Don't pull me in. I'm in the shower. <laughs> yeah, but here's the problem: if you don't tell, if you don't send me a message, you don't get pulled in. But instead, you sent one. That's okay. I turned it off. I might not. That's hilarious. All right. Yeah. Quick. Here's a lesson for everybody. I don't actually read the things you send. I just pull you in based on your little avatar. So yeah, you just get a little icon in the top corner that just shows that they've said something. Yeah. It's like being a fourth. It's like being the fourth caller and saying, "Don't, don't take my call. I'm, I'm the fourth caller. Don't take it." We're well, in some I noise. I would be like the second. You know, yeah. I would be like the second caller. Well, you're as usual. Your audio quality is amazing. I hear all sorts of sound back there. What is that? Yeah. Could you turn off whatever you've got? going on in the background yeah what is that is that just what us do I have going on? oh maybe it was yeah shit sorry i had uh the stream on my oh phone. the stream are you, are, you watching, are you watching another podcast oh i hear me yeah yeah listen to you that's awful quick oh it's probably just your speakerphone you're probably in the bathroom your speakerphone in it you know yeah, that should be better. Yeah, oh, much better. Much All right, better. Uh, now we have now we have Claire in her pure form. All right, Brian, I'm oh, going to read these. Uh, I'm going to read these rules in the oh, voice hi, of this lady. Oh, huh. All right, so Rachel oh, is going to read these. Okay, uh, let's see what she has to say about today's Babel Royale. Here we go. Generating, generating takes a second. Oh no! Oh, it's no. time to play the Tadpooly feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. 
It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Caller, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. If your team wins, you will get a prize package that includes. Let's give you your topic. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, it it's is cer- terrifying. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little weird. All right. Well, then what uh, What will we win? Could we win? Yeah. Well, what, what uh, Claire uh, could win and then give to somebody randomly in the tadpole is a copy yeah. of <laughs> The Ascent and Ghost Runner on Steam. Oh, courtesy, oh my gosh. The Ascent uh, is good. That's a real yeah. game. Yeah. Both yeah. of them are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, big thanks to Tim Moore for uh, sending those in. Uh, the Ascent and Ghost Runner, both cyberpunky uh, games. Oh, cool. Yeah, you even do, did a theme today. This is great. I love it. Nice. Uh, uh, all right. Unintentionally. All right, let's give you guys your topic if you guys are ready. Uh-huh. This is this is a weird one. However, everybody what? seemed to get into it because, again, only one person said pass. So okay. I hope this one person is always the same one person. I'll bet they are. I'll bet they're like, I just wanted to be first to do the survey for Tadpooly Few. I'm not going to actually answer <laughs> pass, any pass, questions. Pass, 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 pass. Fair enough. All right, get ready. Put your hands on your buzzers and give me your best answer to this. Okay. Name a U.S. state that Scott should replace his first. Ryan. You just said U.S. state, so all I got to do is say Utah. All right, show me Utah. <laughs> Number three, I'll repeat the question for Scott. Yeah, please. Name a U.S. state that Scott should replace his first name with for a week. Oh, jeez. Utah Johnson. Utah Johnson. It's a very good, that is a very good guess. And 39 people said it, but there are two answers. Come on, Utah. Um, I like the sound of Alabama Johnson for some reason. Alabama Johnson. Show me Alabama Johnson. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> really. Uh, surprisingly, that was number eleven, and uh, one person even went so far as to say Alabama Johnson, riverboat gambler. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. I freaking which, love which that. Is, uh, which is accurate. All right, so let me reset your buzzer. There we go. Whoops. Oh shoot! Hold on a second. You're all good. <gasps> I wish that question had been name a U.S. state. And then yes. at the end of it was like, this, not Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Utah. So um, buzz, buzz in for me, Brian. Mm. I'll say, let me uh, buzz hard. Oh, yeah. All right, good. Okay. We're good. Now, now. now we've, we're back in control here. Okay. Brian and Claire, you've got control of the board. Lots of answers. Team Claire available. away. <laughs> Team Claire yeah. away. That's right. It's, it's kind Claire of. Claire away. How, how, right. Claire, how comfortable are you with the U.S. states? Or do I need to um, guess them? I I am I'm fairly com- comfortable with U.S. states. Okay, We're, good. Uh, uh, ones that will replace Scott's name. Uh, <laughs> a bit more. Yeah, it's uh, trickier, right? Mm, questionable, yeah. right? Yeah, I wonder how many uh, counties of Ireland you can name, Brian Dunaway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Brian Dunaway. <laughs> None. Um, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Galloway. That's it. I'm Galloway. Oh my right. God! No, it's Galway. It's Galway, Brian. Galway. So Galway. Galway. I've heard you. I've heard you. I've heard you say it before. It was a lot. Certainly heard of uh, County I'll call Cork. It that way every time. Anyway, all right. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, <laughs> that's not the game. <laughs> nope. All right. Maybe should be next time. All right. Uh, uh, name a state. A U.S. state that's scheduled places for single for a week. I I I wanted to be Florida Johnson because. That's hilarious. Yes. Shit. Yes. Someone, someone totally did that. It's America's a little redundant. Wang and yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what do you think, Claire? Is, is Florida Johnson a good one? Yes, I think Florida right. Johnson, definitely. All right. All right. Show me. Well, maybe don't show me. Florida but man. Describe to me in great detail Florida Johnson. Uh, number, number one, one answer on the board. Bastards. Yeah, 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 I, and we yeah, said yeah. it wrong. It's actually Flo Ryder Johnson. Oh, Flo Ryder. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, Flo yeah, Ryder Johnson. That right. Dirt. I hear you go low, 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 low. <laughs> <laughs> now, All right. since I feel like no. they would give Ibbitt some love. So what do you what do you think? Colorado Johnson? What do you think, Claire? What do you Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not maybe. funny to say, but it would sound nice. Yeah, it's like... less fun to say, but mm-hmm. it would be... a. That seems reasonable. Someone would have done that in numbers. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. W- what do you think, though, Claire? Is that good for you? Um, sure. We may as well get off the board, and if not, we can come back. To Brian's it. a very right. he's a very attentive lover. He wants to make sure everything is good. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. So true. All right. Johnson, Utah Johnson would know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Show me Colorado Johnson. No, oh, I'm surprised by no. that. Oh, yeah, only two people, people in Colorado. Given... They they feel like uh, Colorado squarely begins on, to me. Number hmm. number forty on the list, and I will say that, and I didn't figure out which one's missing, but forty nine of the U.S. states were answered in this in this quiz. But of course, I only took the top ten. Oh my gosh, really? That's a lot. <laughs> yes. Wait, so which one wasn't mentioned? I wonder. Yeah, that could be right. I don't know. I need to go through the list and see like which one's missing. Yeah, Hawaii Johnson or something. Um, I'm going to go with um, Indiana. Is fun to say Indiana Johnson. Sure, sure. We made oh, we named the squad Indiana. Really yeah, see. <laughs> Got a nice Indiana Jones ring to it. Let's do it. That's right. All right. Show me Indiana Johnson. Yeah. Number five. Nice. Yep. Nice. Puts me a point Already ahead. in the lead just with that one. Yeah. All right. Nice. I like uh... big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't leave that hanging out there like your big butt. Yeah. <laughs> Carolina Johnson's pretty good, but we'd need oh. a south or north, wouldn't we? Probably. Yeah. Um, are I mean, any of these abbre- abbreviated? Combine the two. Yeah, I guess you got, you'd have to tell us, and I don't know if you want to tell us. Are there any abbreviations, Brian, Johnson? to this? Um, I will say that among the top ten, yeah. there are no consolidations. Okay. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Fine. I just I just ruled out like four states, didn't I? Uh, not oh, yeah, I guess you did. There's a couple like that. Um, all right, yeah. let's do. Somebody said Jersey Johnson, New Jersey Johnson, sure, or New Jersey, Jersey Johnson. Jersey. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. All right. Show me Jersey New Jersey. Johnson. No, show me New Jersey Johnson. Damn it. Yeah, it just doesn't have the ring to it. Uh, but it was 21 on the list. Seven people said New Jersey Johnson. All right. Jersey Johnson's pretty good. <laughs> Jersey Johnson. Yeah. And they're, you know, again, oh. if somebody yeah. prefaced it with an abbreviation that I thought was worth talking about, I. I brought that up too. Yeah. Fair or, or put that okay. I got a good one. I got All a right. good one. You got All a right. good one? Or, give me a good give Virginia me a good one. Johnson. Virginia oh, Johnson. Virginia. Virginia Johnson. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like virgin. That's pretty Does good. Come for up, all uh, humor. It yeah. is kind of a uh, euphemism that Scott uses frequently, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Where, yeah. that's where my Over head's Virginia going. Johnson. Yeah. All, all right. Like Virginia. Show me your Virginia Johnson. <laughs> Number six, yeah. Nice. Uh, so one person, one person just put Virginia, obviously. Oh, really? <laughs> obviously. 
That might Wait, that been. might have been me. That might have been Claire. That's, yeah. uh, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. what it was. All right, you, you knuckleheads. What else we'll you got? See. What else you got? Do you have any, Brian? I do. Oh, yeah. I, I liked it. We didn't already say Arizona. We said we said Indi- Indiana Johnson. Yeah. Arizona, Arizona Johnson sounds good. Yeah. But is that what the tadpole would have said? I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of more stupid things. It's a good cowboy name. Yeah. Arizona Johnson. Um, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Claire, Claire is not, does not seem convinced. No. <laughs> It's, it's it's like it's not one that runs off the tongue, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Mm. Now, do you think they would have went with Missouri Johnson, Missouri, Missouri? Mm. Mm. He's got no. some connective tissue there, I believe, doesn't he? <laughs> not in Missouri, I don't think. It's not I Missouri. Know, I'm thinking like either Maine Johnson or like New Jersey Johnson. Oh, the Maine Johnson. See, maybe. you're thinking. You're thinking. <laughs> Maine Johnson, that sounds pretty good. It's not bad. Maine Johnson. Is that what you're going with? You're going with Maine Johnson? I, I don't, um, sure, sure. All right, all right. Show me Maine Johnson. I'm terrible at commitment. Oh, you did? Yeah, number Look four. Maine yes. Johnson. That's yeah. <laughs> a very, very popular one. No, no, uh, no, Smart. nobody Maine added Johnson. anything to the Maine Johnsons, by the way, like we had some with, with others explaining really? what, what the person would be with that name. Who, who would <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is good. You're killing me now, destroying me. How about some? Uh, hmm, hmm, are we are we beating you really good now? Yeah, pretty good. Oh, how about Kentucky Fried Johnson? Kentucky what do you think about Johnson. Kentucky Fried Johnson? <laughs> Kentucky <laughs> Fried Johnson. Yep, good answer. Right. Good answer. Kentucky Johnson. All like right, it. Kentucky. Show me Kentucky Johnson. No. Mean no, Johnson. You're, you're definitely thinking the right thing, though. Seventeenth in the list with uh, nine people. Uh, okay, well, it was close yeah. though. Yeah, okay. that, that gives me an idea for the next one. Then, okay. By the way, I did figure out which uh, which state was missing, and I'll say it at the end. But uh, okay. Oh, you did. I don't okay. Give any clues? Yeah. Very curious. Uh, Mississippi Johnson. Let's get that done. Mississippi Johnson. All right. Show me Mississippi Johnson. Yeah. Number eight. Yeah. yeah you're Back, back in, back, back in the backs. game. Yeah, one point oh, away. Uh, oh, that one sounded so good in my head. So what else sounds good? Like, uh... uh <laughs> Arkansas. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Arkansas Johnson's not bad. Arkansas, obviously, not good. But Arkansas Johnson, I like it. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Arkansas Johnson. Come on, on the come air. On. Come Show on. me Arkansas Johnson. Come on. Ah! No. Uh, let's see. Damn it. Uh, low in the list, surprisingly. Yeah, only two people said it. Number 39. Lame. What about, what about old blues player Minnesota Johnson? What do you think about that guy? <laughs> Is that a guy? Minnesota. Minnesota. Be a pool oh, player. Be, be a pool <laughs> player. There you go. Johnson. So yeah. far, all those southern states have, haven't made it except for Miss Mississippi. No, yeah. Florida, I guess. Oh. Mm. I guess two of them are. I, Ember, I guess like Virginia. I either got to go Tennessee Johnson or... All I can think of is stupid names like those. I'm, I can't think of anything I clever. I'm thinking Tennessee Johnson. Like, that, that, that sounds like, you know, Yes. Yeah, he plays the banjo. Sure. Tennessee yeah. Johnson, the banjo. Yeah. Yeah. I get yeah. your meth. I got your meth uh, connections and all that. That's all right. me. Tennessee yeah, Johnson. Tennessee Johnson? Mm-hmm. Give me a Tennessee sure. Johnson. Yeah. All right. Show me Tennessee Johnson. 
Number <laughs> 10. Oh, that's good points, baby. Yep. Oh, that's good points. That's good points. It's really Double good points. Doubled your yeah. score, oh. basically. Did we say Kentucky Johnson? Uh, oh, we see, did. Thing, we got to strike him. We got to. We got to strike him the Kentucky. Oh, you did. Kentucky Fried Johnson. Kentucky Johnson's a great <laughs> It'd name. It'd be helpful so, if there was a list of the ones we striked on. But, I know. It'd uh, be helpful, wouldn't it? Oh, oh my God. It's a bummer. <laughs> somebody should. Somebody should have kept the list. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a list, Jibbit? Mm, I think he does. Uh, yeah. I actually Let don't. I have a list of all the answers, but I haven't. I don't mark off oh, the ones that you say. But not things. Oh, oh that's funny. yeah. That's all. What do you thing. think about? Do we have a lot of tadpoolers in California, like California Johnson? You know, like it feels like it's a prospector or something. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out yeah. there, out there sifting oh, for gold in the river. I'd do that. Yeah. Boy, you tell yeah. California Johnson there's some gold up in them mare hills. <laughs> some gold yeah. nuggets up in there. Yeah. All right. Is that what you're saying? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think, Claire? Yeah. Going for it. California <laughs> right. Johnson. Get my show California me, Show me California Johnson. <laughs> oh, it's a oh, shame. It. Uh, California was number, it was on here, number 19. Eight people said California Johnson. No, 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 19. I wonder if I could. Um... <laughs> Are you seriously <laughs> thinking 19? How do you know that, Claire? This, uh, by the way, Claire, the, the, the one. How do, you know the, how do you know the 19 song? How old are you? It's a cool song. I think it's because we talk about it on TMS a lot. It comes up here all the time. That's Paul Hardcastle. That's like even old for me. Yeah, it is. Great though. (laughs) Dude, that song's awesome. By the way, this is the only clip I ever have of Claire right here. Listen. God damn it. I wonder if I can train. (laughs) I could could send you you plenty of clips. All right. We we should train a voice for Claire and ruin the world. Yeah, I'll send you 30 seconds worth of jibber jabber. Fantastic. Uh, all right, let's do. Um, so they're struck out. I got a chance here to. I can win, right? Oh, Kentucky, Kentucky Fried yeah, Johnson you do, would be you funny. Can, you, should. you need uh, basically you need eleven points. So any two of these would get you that. Oh, um, but three would still win for for Claire. Would so still don't win, get so. two. Well, with Vegas yeah, yeah. coming up, let's throw Nevada in there. Nevada Johnson sure. also a cool Nevada prospector Johnson. name. That's a good all one. Right. Gambler. Yep. You know. That's Plus, you one. like the desert, so it makes sense. Yeah. All right, show me. Nevada Johnson. Damn it. Oh, and this merciful, the mercifully this round is over. <laughs> how about, how about Idaho Johnson? Is he in there? Do you, that is you your number two answer. Really? Idaho Johnson? Idaho Johnson. People really like the sound of Idaho Johnson. It's well, weird one. Idaho, isn't that from Point Break? Isn't that kind of the, hey, Idaho, isn't the joke? I it was Utah. The, Johnny Utah. Point Utah, Utah. I'm Johnny sorry. Utah. <laughs> yeah, point break with Johnny Idaho. Utah. Give me two Idaho sandwiches, Johnson. Idaho. Make them both potato <laughs> sandwiches. All right. Oh, wait, well, wait. I get it. What was, I get it. Yeah. I, I, the ho. Yeah, the, I, I am the ho. Yeah, I'm uh, the ho. Tell us Idaho. about seven uh, and nine. I'm very curious about seven, what those Seven are. is Montana Johnson. Oh, I like that. That's good. And uh, nine uh, is Texas, but people seem to agree that it should just be abbreviated to Tex. Tex Johnson. Oh, Tex, Tex Johnson works. Texas yeah. Johnson is not as so alliter- alliterative. Not, not yeah. Tex. Now, Tex a Johnson. lot of people uh, combined your North and South. We had we had we had people who said individually North and South Dakota, but they all mm-hmm. felt that Dakota Johnson 
uh, yeah. would be a great one for oh, you. Oh, that's a good one. We yeah. already, we already have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's way more talented than me, so don't don't use that. I just noticed, like, if you say, oh, so Texas Johnson, less alliter- alliterative, but right. Mississippi Johnson, or Ma- Mon- let's yes. say Montana Johnson, very alliterative. But if you put Ibit on there, Montana Ibit is harder to say. Texas Ibit sounds better. It's so weird. Well, it's because the you don't want to do a state for Ibit. You don't want to do a state that ends with a va- with a vowel. So uh, Nevada Ibit, yeah. you'd have to do it. Colorado Ibit, but if you do, you know, if you do uh, Vermont Ibit or Maine Ibit, Maine, Maine Ibit, Ibit or Wisconsin Ibit, yeah, yeah Wisconsin Ibit. Johnson. I'm amazed more people didn't say that because oh, talk about smart. talk about an alliterative smart. would just be it would have to be you know Jersey Johnson is is alliterative because. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But uh, Wisconsin was uh, was a big one. Ohio Johnson. The more syllables, I think, the better it works. Although Massachusetts Johnson is almost too many mm-hmm. syllables. Sure, uh, that's a nice one. Yeah. Now, Claire won. But here's what I'm going to do. One state did not. Nobody said one particular state. Okay. And uh, so, if you're keeping track of what was said, what was guessed, and and me telling, you know, saying what number they were in the list, the person who names the state that was not in the list wins these prizes, and they're good games. Yeah, so very good. Yeah. So I'm going to watch the uh, the list here. And if nobody guesses in the first uh, minute or so, because this is exciting audio, we've had guesses for Minnesota, South Dakota, Guam, Illinois, Maryland. I will tell you it is a state. Yeah. Uh, New Hampshire is not it. Hawaii, no. Washington, Rhode Island, no. Alaska. Michigan, uh, no, no. No one's got it? People... People Wyoming? must not be thinking of uh, this state anyway, because nobody has been able to. Oh, there we go. Jeff is a geek. Got it. North Carolina. North nobody, Carolina. Nobody guessed really? North Carolina Johnson. It's really funny. That is like, so weird. Every, every other state was named. Even South Carolina. Somebody said, two people said South wow. Carolina. That's wild to me. Uh, one person said Las Vegas Johnson. Another oh. person said Liquid Johnson. I don't know what they were answering. Liquid a different Johnson. question or something. Yeah. Uh, Ukraine Johnson. And uh, then finally, <laughs> what even is this question? <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's amazing. So Jeff is a geek. Uh, yeah, I know the state of Liquid. I get it. Jeff is a geek, uh, baby. Jeff yeah. is a geek. Send me uh, send me an email at coverville@gmail.com, and I will send you these Steam games, courtesy yeah. of Claire. Really, oh nice. For you having them. So, hey, uh, uh, famed game designer Chris Metzen, formerly of Blizzard Entertainment, would like to say this to Claire. Here we go. You did a very good job, Claire. There you go. He says it. Oh, wow. Really, that's him. Amazing Aww. that you got him to say that that's, it was that's really actually. yeah 100 percent him not a fake made up fake uh-huh, deep fake uh-huh. okay uh claire you did great as always go take that shower lord knows you need it yes. just getting by He's, she's out <laughs> hey dunaway look at this deal so no you yesterday due to all my dog stuff um i we had to delay the show uh play retro but it's tonight now so tonight five sorry three thirty mountain time 5.30 Eastern, we'll be doing it then. And we're talking about all the best games for the Game Gear, Sega Game Gear back in the day. And they weren't, you know, yes. this is a big list. And they, you know, not everyone's list is going to be the same. We're warning you now that Brian and I kind of narrowed it down. But we're really happy with the mm-hmm. ones we picked. Okay. Over so. 300 titles on there. And even if you get to exclusive games, yeah. is still a lot. Right. But we, we found them. Yes, wow. we found them. Did not realize there were that many 
Uh, yeah, there was over there were like time. 11 million Game Gear sold, and uh, a lot of people go like, "Oh, Game Gear did bad." It's like, yeah, if you compare it to the phenomenal success that was the Game Boy, but if you just go number of units shipped, that's about a little less than or a little more than half of the Sega Master Systems that were sold. Yeah. So not bad, and yeah. considering the Sega Game Gear is just a Master System, could play. The master system. Yeah, case. by the numbers, a successful device. It just by the competition was not. So that's the way yeah. that all went down. But also, they sold a lot of batteries. <laughs> we'll get into that also when we uh, talk about it today. <laughs> uh, that'll be tonight. If you want to watch it live, or you can check the podcast out after. Brian Dunaway, have a fantastic day. We'll oh, see. Oh yes. Okay. Bye. <laughs> all right. Uh, who gave us that question again? Who was the creator of the Scott and State thing? Oh well. Think that what might have been that might have been me just inspired by something that somebody had said. Oh, I thought um, it was. Oh, okay, I thought somebody written yeah. in and said. No, that one was not. Some of the some of the uh, feud ones are submitted by people at the end of the survey. You had a chance to submit submit a question, but I think this case was uh, this this case was not. There you so, have it. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. We're going to take a break here in a second. Oh, you know what? We got time. Now we have time for the bag of salad question. Let's do that okay. now. Okay. All right. Let's do it now. Sure. All right. Check this out. I have this question. When Brian says bag of salad, what does it entail? Is it the off-the-shelf prepared kind, or does he prepare individual salad bags in a meal prep form? I ask because I really enjoy salads, but don't enjoy making one. And I'll usually have the ingredients, but we'll make an easier lunch. All right. That's from Frank Info, who sent that text in. Yeah. I, I converted it with a voice. <laughs> it's amazing. Frank Info sounds like that guy that was at the top of the show. It's crazy how that, how that happened. I know. Weird. Anyway, what, yeah, so what, no, how does so it all glad, plan yeah. out? Because usually it's just like bag of salad and we don't really question it. We don't go that. into it further. No, bag, he's exactly right. So it's the ones that come fully, I don't want to say fully prepared off the shelf, but it is a... Um, Dole makes these. The ones we get are from Archer Farms, um, and they're really, really good. Their their Caesar is fantastic. And so, what you get in the bag is, you know, a, a, a large bag, probably about the size of a small bag of potato chips. Not the take it in your lunch kind of bag of potato chips, but the kind of the medium sized bag of potato chips. Right, right. And uh, inside there is, of course, all of your chopped salad. But inside that also is a smaller bag that contains a. Uh, a yet smaller bag of dressing. Um, in the case of the Caesar, it comes with uh, dressing, comes with another bag of shredded cheese, another bag with croutons, another bag with pepper. And um, what else? I think that might be it for the Caesar. I think there's just the four. So basically, here's what I do. Bowl, plop. Uh, scissors open the first bag, dump it all into the bowl. Pull yep. out the little bag, open that, cut the dressing, plop, cut the cheese, cut the cheese, Her. plop, yeah, uh, cut the uh, the pepper, yep. plop, yep. stir it all around. I'm I'm eating a a restaurant level salad, restaurant comparable salad in in 30 seconds from wow. the time I pulled that thing out of the fridge. That's fantastic. And that's yeah. and those are are they cheaper than if you just bought all the things in bulk and then put them together? Do you do you know? Um, probably not over the long run because I mean obviously a head of lettuce going through the process of chopping a head of lettuce down to these and and these are often a mix of like um, regular lettuce, uh, your iceberg, your arugula, your whatever, maybe even a little kale. There's there's the one that we get that's like a kale salad. Yeah. But then you've got to buy the cheese and shred it. Then you got to get buy a bottle of dressing that sort of thing. And then what the problem with that is you buy all those ingredients and yeah, you've saved some money, 
but um, uh, now you're only eating Caesar salads for the next two weeks or week and a half, whatever. Oh, gotcha. You don't want and, that. And uh, at least this, you know, oh, today I'm having a Caesar salad. Tomorrow I'm having a, uh, there's one that's like an avocado green goddess kind of salad. And then this one is a um, barbecue chicken salad. And and um, it's really, really, I mean, it comes out really easy and comparatively inexpensive for the variety that you get. Nice. Well, there you have it. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, what was his name? Joe? No. Uh, Frank Info. You've now got Frank the info. info. Yeah. You have all the info. I always get the info. And quite frankly, I hope he enjoys it. I info. hope you do as well. And you will. Uh, that actually sounds good. That's a good variety way of doing it. I should do that more because yeah. I have a lot of yeah. samesies sometimes where I'll get all the greens and do all the separate and I don't know how to mix it up. So maybe buying the bag like that's the better way. You know, give it a give it a shot. See what you think. Like it is uh, just have Kim pick one up the next time she goes to the store and see what she thinks. All right. But it's um, yeah. I'm, I swear by it. I should. I keep threatening to make a uh, record a little video showing how quick and easy it is, like a real time video of here's how quickly I'm eating salad. You and, should do it. Uh, you should do it. It'd be the hot yeah. new trend on Reels, TikTok, and uh, it, uh, YouTube Shorts. Let's make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Brian's new foray into social media about uh, to explode. Uh, uh, salad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I know a good site that can do voiceover for you. All right, let's move. Oh, on. good, perfect. Uh, let's go to a commercial break. Uh, not really a commercial. It's just a song. Uh, it's Brian, a song. Brian's it's gonna a play a song. Commercial for a band. Basically. Yeah, commercial for a band that you want to go out and buy their music. Uh, Brian, tell me how. Oh, tell me who it's brought to us by first. Oh, sure. This uh, song is brought to you by the Loud Thumbs Podcast with Hailfront and Friends. Get it wherever you get your shows. Nice, very nice. Go check that show cool. out. All right. Uh, big thanks to the syndicate for sending this one. They're, they're, you know, they're the commercial provider here. Uh, this is a Toronto-based alt-rock group uh, called Birds of Bellwoods. This is their brand new single. It's called Figure It Out. It comes from their new album, uh, which is called Everything You Want. Catch them on tour starting this spring in Canada. Canada! Oh. Going through Oshawa, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, and more. Tickets are available right now. Here is Toronto-based Birds of Bellwoods and... Figure it out. Oh, that's the song. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's figure it out. All figure right. it out for All yourself. Right. All right. Figure it out for yourself. We'll be right back with Tom Merritt and more. Stay tuned. We're all anxious. We're all depressed. We're all on our last cigarette. All in love and all in debt. In mourning for the lives we left. They don't talk about us till we're dead. And even then, they all forget the things we said and days we spent. Places that we almost went. Another regret and another letdown. Two steps back. Am I out of my head now? Reset. Try to forget. But I'm never gonna, never gonna, never gonna figure it out. What's next? It's another letdown. Two steps back. Am I out of my head now? Reset. Try to forget. But I'm never gonna, never gonna. I'm never gonna figure it out Too high and I rise upon me Are we still here, looking in the same damn mirror, hoping that the fog will clear? Yes, someone said, just let it die, and I have tried a thousand times, but I keep coming back to this. 
places that we almost miss Another regret and another letdown Two steps back, am I out of my head now? Reset, try to forget But I'm never gonna, never gonna, never gonna figure it out Nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. What you are about to see and experience is a most unusual video. This video offers you a date, much like a sexy 976 telephone date, but for far less money. Also, there's much, much more. Will you play Nintendo with me? The Morning Stream. I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. And we've returned. Brian, who was that band once more? I will happily tell you that was a band called Birds of Bellwoods and a brand new song, Figure It Out, from their upcoming album, Everything You Want. I like the term or the name, Figure It Out. It's just right there in your it is, face. Yes, yeah, it is. It's because if you, if you say it, you can say it two different ways and it means totally different things. Like, figure it out. Yeah. You know, it's like a snotty wood. Hey, figure it out. Or, yeah, hey, man, figure it out. It's there, for, it's there for the figuring. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. He joins us on joins us, joins us on Wednesdays and talks about it's the latest. <laughs> figure it out. That's right. Figure it out. 
Um, he was one of the few, got it. one of the people I trained the voice simulator to use, and so now I have Tom Merritt at my at my disposal. Very excited, uh, sort of. With great of power t- comes great responsibility, <laughs> Scott Johnson. I know. I feel like I have contraband. I don't like the feeling. It's weird. Uh-huh. Uh But anyway, more. Uh, you know what? If you want to follow the goings on of of AI in the world, DTNS is a, not a bad source. When something breaks, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, guess what? DTNS will talk about it. Uh, among other yeah, things. Man. Yeah, go ahead. We're we're artisan human made podcasts. That's so right. not these massive machine made podcasts <laughs> that you right. see. So. Yeah. Farm to table podcasting That's is, right. is what we uh, yeah. what we offer. That's yeah. uh I do wonder if you're gonna start if it becomes so good that like a real time version of this stuff is possible, if shows will start talking like that just to as a marketing ploy to say no, we're still yeah. people making a real show, and you know. I think at some at some point, I don't know how soon, but at some point, yeah, I think that I think that becomes a a, a version of that becomes a thing. Well, the programmers uh, should put a fail safe word in there that the computer can't say, uh, so that so that we could open every uh, you know every podcast by going, "All right, welcome to the uh, Coverville Podcast per Quacky. Uh, <laughs> this is Brandon, and you're listening going to be listening to the songs there's, of Billy Vanilli. Yeah. There's a version of that uh, being put out. Uh, by by some researchers that watermarks so so basically it says it will it will use the the generating ai will use certain words more often mm-hmm. and so you'll be able to tell its style whereas humans are have much more variation mm-hmm. so so in places where wow. you could choose five or six words and they all you know they'll all pretty much convey the same meaning you can you could tune the ai to to choose one more often uh, and that way be able to tell oh that that must have been machine generated right interesting okay and I like that'll, that. that'll actually... only come from i guess companies or ai researchers who are who are thinking to do that, right? Who yeah, want- it's a watermarking system, not a preventative, right? right? It's not right, a detection right. system. It's like, oh, if you want to make sure that mm-hmm. the stuff your machine code generates is detectable easily, you could you could use that watermarking system. But yeah, yeah. If, if anybody who doesn't use that, any kind of open source thing out there that somebody tweaks not to use it, yeah, it would be able to, to of, get around yeah. it. You just have to ask your AI um, why they didn't flip over the tortoise when they came up upon it in the desert. <laughs> there you yeah. flip it over, you, Leon. Why yeah, aren't yeah. you helping? Yeah, what, what's Stable wrong with diffusion? you? Uh, <laughs> just <well>, questions. <laughs> these sorts of things uh, come up on the show all the time. But, Tom, I'm, I'm sure there's other news out there going on in tech. What's going on today? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I think we're, we're going to kick around today uh, on the show uh, – the uh, the urgent the urgent matter that platformers Casey Newton uh, describes, uh, where uh, Twitter called in a, a eighty engineers uh, to work on making sure that CEO Elon Musk's tweets were getting as much engagement as President Joe Biden's. Mm. Yeah, that I thought at first when I first heard that I went, oh, this is just somebody framing this to be weird or whatever. And then there was like actually a bunch of a bunch of evidence that he flew back from the from the yep. Super Bowl. Got all these guys out of bed. And then I noticed the next day or some point after that, I noticed that my For You tab was full of his tweets. And I mean, yeah. like, every reply he did, every post he did, every Wasn't that last reply. week? Not not this week, right? Whenever it was. Was it last week? Yeah, yeah. When was, I don't remember when, but time's weird. But all of that stuff showed up in my feed, and I went, well, that's funny because, A, he's muted for me. So yeah. why is he showing up at all? Right. And, B... I blocked him, and they were still there. Hmm. I can't. That part, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, this must be me, or a client, or a glitch on their side, or something's going on." And then this thing came out, and I went, "Oh, 
So so it was a forced like feature thing, which is yeah. a little weird. That doesn't give me a lot of confidence in the service. I mean, I you know take t- I try to take all away all the weird you know back and forth about you you love Elon you hate Elon like all all of that aside. I, I don't want this if it was Jack still. I don't want mm-hmm. this whoever owns owns the damn mm-hmm. platform. I don't want to see your yeah. tweets like that. It seems insane be forced, to me. Be forced to see them. Yeah, no, for sure. Weird. Well, uh, too bad. You don't own the company. <laughs> 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 you don't like it? Uh, you you can you can just uh, not use Twitter then. Apparently, uh, no, it's calmed down now. So the the uh, the tweet storm uh, is over, and according to the platformer, estimates are that the impressions that Musk's tweets are getting now are ab- about at the high end of what they would normally get. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, it certainly caused me to unfollow him because I'm like, yeah, I don't, don't want to. I don't, if, I, if I'm just going to see them anyway, there's no need to to, to follow. Yeah. Uh, and and then and then they did subside, and it was only in the for you. If you switched to following, they went away. Right. Uh, sure. So you you had some control. Uh, but yeah, I I do think it is it is worth kicking around. Uh, you know w- what we should think, if anything, uh, about the idea that a CEO comes in and requires eighty engineers to scramble uh, in an afternoon uh, to tweak the algorithm to put their posts first, and then essentially uses live Twitter as a staging platform <laughs> instead of instead of checking it out first to just flood your feed uh, before they are able to to tune the algorithm. Uh, according according to to platformer this is now called the uh i'm trying to find the the name of it but it's a a a high high influence user thing Mm. um yeah okay uh does that mean anybody uh, with it like let's say somebody's got five million power user multiplier power user multiplier (laughs) there is one power user okay (laughs) they have one person qualifies and his name is elon musk yeah so yeah. so, but it, but it, but so, uh, so I'm, I'm trying to have the 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 attitude of okay, but the but the long term goal of this is it that people with a ton of followers, let's say five million or more followers, it, it, are they meant to also increase their engagement? Was there something wrong, and that he just no. used himself as an example to like f- fix this again? Devil's advocate no, he, here. He he wanted to know like. Like any person in charge, he he wanted to know why his thing wasn't working the way it should, and he demanded it be fixed. Okay, all right. Uh, so they fixed it for him. Yeah, there okay. was no underlying problem. Uh, that is one of the interesting things about this whole situation is the engineers don't really know why his tweets were not receiving the engagement. That's the thing that we forget about algorithms. It's it's not like the engineers at these companies like Twitter and Facebook uh, know exactly what their algorithms are doing and they fine-tuned it to their evil plan. Uh, they they sort of can push them one direction or other and see what happens. And and what was happening with, with Musk's was that his engagement was going down. Uh, his weren't being promoted as much. And whether that was a malfunction, which it definitely could have been mm-hmm. uh or whether it was just because people were less interested and the algorithm was responding that it also could have been that uh they didn't know so they took the filter off they they, they basically kludged it if if you believe what platformer sources are telling them uh they took the filter off which caused 
everything to be Musk in the For You feed. Mm -hmm. Then they fine-tuned it to, to kind of bring it back down. But it is specific to his account. They still don't know why the algorithm did that in the first place. They haven't fixed the underlying problem if, or discovered if there was an underlying problem. They haven't discovered an explanation. Uh, the, these algorithms are, are as much of a black box, black box as ever, uh, which is why we see so many problems with them that some people attribute to malice, but more often than not, it's unintended consequences. Yeah, it's fascinating how this stuff gets done. I mean, I find I'm, yeah. I'm both annoyed and interested in how that stuff works at the same time, if that's possible. Kind of like this mm -hmm. deep fake audio stuff. I'm both fascinated and horrified. Yeah, right. By it. <laughs> it's hard mm -hmm. not to be, I guess. But uh, that is the fun therein of the Daily Tech News Show. It's also very informative. So if you guys aren't already checking it out, you should be because topics like this get discussed all the time with really smart people. Uh, Justin and I switched places this week, so I'm on tomorrow. He's on today. And uh, really looking forward to tomorrow because apparently there's something big happening I don't know about. And I'm. Yeah, uh, we've got Sean Hollister from The Verge on, and all he could tell me is, uh, you should have me on the show Thursday. And I said, great. Uh, yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and knowing what kinds of things he usually covers, uh, I figured it was a good bet to to get Scott uh, over there because I think it'll fall in his bailiwick. So uh, keep an eye on that tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be great. Tom Merritt, uh, anything else going on in your world you'd like to tell the fine folks about? Yeah, there's that. Uh, of course, dailytechnewsshow.com. We're, we're going to be talking about Stephen Wolfram's uh, explanation of ChatGPT, one of the best explanations of ChatGPT and how it works uh, on the show today. Uh Okay, that was weird. Sorry, uh, Discord crashed on me and relaunched. And that was not well, oh. no one's fault but Discord's. No one. I heard the beeps, but I wasn't sure if it was just someone messaging me. <laughs> yeah, that was really odd. Anyway, sorry about that. It's uh, Tom Merritt, everybody. He is Ace Detect on Twitter, that place where his tweets will rise above all others. Tom, have a great week, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Tom. Bye now. I don't know why he does that sometimes. That I is just, weird. All I'm doing is switching the video thing. And most of the time it's fine, but sometimes it mm -hmm. completely destroys and then relaunches. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Whatever. We'll live. Um, all right. Strap in, guys. Recommendals on its way. It's going to be a yeah. big one today. Big, big, big. Uh, takes me a second to add everybody. There we go. Uh, we'll pull them in. We'll make it happen. We'll have some fun. And here we go. It's time for Recommendals, where we take stuff we've seen on streaming services and recommend them to you, the home user, or the listener of the show. Whatever you want to call yourselves, we're okay with it. Uh, we always uh, bring our friends on, both Nicole and Randy. Hello, Nicole. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hello. Hello, friends. Hello, friend. <laughs> Welcome to the friend time. Uh, also, Randy Jordan joining us. Hello, Randy. Aloha. It's the real me. I promise. This yeah. is the real me talking. That's the actual good you. morning, morning stream. Yep. Not, not <laughs> this guy. Hi, this is Randy Jordan. I like to eat babies. Not it's not that. That's not you. That's a made up you. Uh, I don't believe you. you <laughs> I promise. You trained really well. You. you and I are the best trained voices on here, I think, um, for whatever yeah, reason. I was, I was freaked out when you said you were going to play Chris Metzen because it didn't sound anything like Chris Metzen. And I was like, what is that? Yeah. How did you do that? You have to play longer for his to be about right. Like, um, let's see if I do. Let me just for fun. Let's just try something here. So we do this in Metzen's voice. We'll do a longer chunk of text because sometimes length matters. <laughs> Sorry. Always. <sounds> terrible. <laughs> 
<laughs> does not sound good. Disneyland riders literally had to walk the plank to escape a sinking pirates of the Caribbean boat that left them stranded for an hour before the Disney. So it's it's not so quite there. What is, but... what it is for me is that when you talk to Chris, yeah. and like especially when you're in the same room, yeah. he always sounds like he's leading a TED talk. Always. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and oh, so yeah. like I, it can't. I can't take that sort yeah. of like casual vo- sound. No, I, I need get you. To, I need Chris to sound impressive at all. Who's yeah. ready for my AI voice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need stage Chris, man. That'd be cool. <laughs> that's right, that's yeah, the mine, one, yeah, I trained him on a, off of a phone call uh, interview that he and I did you know, years ago, and it's about the best audio quality I could do. So that's the other thing it replicates. It replicates the mic you're on. Yeah, so. the one for Wendy is dead on her microphone for for th- Therapy Thursday. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, isn't that weird? Hi, years I'm Wendy and- Dunford, and I love. That's oh, so weird because she always talks on her phone, like her speakerphone, yeah. to us, and they and they replicate that part of it. If another anything, thing, that's creepier. Uh, anyway. Another thing I'm noticing is that you have a sense of who you should probably talk to before doing this, yeah, right? Like yeah. you, you knew very, very well that I would love for you to do this kind of thing. Oh, right? Of course. Yeah. And there's other people that you should be like, I better get consent. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, like Carter won't let me do it. For example, she's like, you do yeah. not have my consent. Kim was just weirded out by it. Um, yeah. even though I know she would have that affair with Nathan Fillion, given the chance, just kidding, dear, just kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, well, let's do these. Uh, this I wouldn't did, do this for Veronica Belmont without asking her. No, hell, oh my exactly. gosh, no. Perfect example. Perfect. Yeah, she would murder me. Oh my gosh. You get to see the anger, uh, <laughs> the anger of Veronica Belmont that we saw during Frog Pants All Stars, basically. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Uh, all right, well, let's get to it here. Uh, we got some recommendals. Brian, we're going to start with you. Um, okay. With your recommendal, give us a little uh, a heads up on the clip here, if you would. Yes, so this is uh, a film. A uh, brand new film. Well, f- brand new as of 2022. And I pulled a clip of the dubbed version because the acting, the audio acting in the dubbed version is actually really good. But this is a foreign film and uh, uh, we, we enjoyed it with subtitles. But let's get to the clip. All right, here we go. These aren't negotiations. This is a dictator. Maybe we should return to Spa to consult with the general staff. And what expectations do you have for that? Even if we end up losing definitively after all, we won't be worse off than we are with this surrender. Except for a few hundred thousand extra deaths. Alsace-Lorraine, occupation of the Rhineland, cannons, locomotives, trains, and whatever else. You are aware this is a total capitulation. 250,000 Americans are landing each month in Europe. Marne, Cantigny, Cambrai, all of those lost. All that's left separating us from an armistice is false pride, as I see it. Thanks to you and your commanders, we're here dealing with the mess that has been left by them. I'm happy for you to depart here. It's down to you. We are remaining here. It is winter. Without trains and provisions, Bolshevism will take over. On their way home, the men will die of hunger, instead of dying with honor on the battlefield. Honor? My son was killed in the war. He doesn't feel any honor. I'm blown away by that that non the voice acting yeah that's yeah. really good Holy crap. it is really good and it and it's one of the things that if you decide you want to watch the dubbed version of all quiet on the western front then you shouldn't be afraid to because it's like you said it is really it's really well done we did the um the uh, subtitled version which of course is just fine but um uh, but now after hearing, I, I basically, the first time I heard the dubbed version was this more last yesterday afternoon when I was putting my audio together for the show. And it's like, oh man, we could have easily done this one far better than, 
the audio uh, dubbing for uh, Money Heist or Squid Game or, or any of those. This is really good. This is a German movie. It is all quite on the Western front. And if you're saying, wait a minute, that's an old movie, Brian, based on a really old book, a 1929 uh, book, if you might be saying, no, this is a brand new film that I didn't realize <laughs> was a brand new film until uh, all this talk right before the Oscars and then seeing the nomination, I'm like, oh, there's a new All Quiet on the Western front. Cool. Yeah, heard heard uh, uh, amazing is, things about it. Is it is it is uh, how dark are we talking? It's probably pretty dark, right? It's a nasty dark. War. It follows. It basically follows a group of young German soldiers as they uh, sign up to join the war effort and are sent to the front lines, uh, sent to the Western Front, um, and uh, are fighting against the French. And just seeing what they go through from being all gung ho and excited to jump into the war and very quickly realizing that it is not the glory and and um and honor that they were led to believe it's uh if you enjoyed things like 1917 a couple of years ago or uh, dunkirk or uh, things like that this this is right up your alley this is a beautifully shot incredibly well acted war film and uh, and even though 99% of the, the people you're seeing in it are people you won't recognize, you will see a Marvel connection here with Daniel uh, Brühl, who is our uh, Baron Zemo in the Marvel Universe. We mm. just saw a lot of him in uh, uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon Winter Soldier uh, Disney Plus series. Got to see him dancing for quite a while in that, in that uh, show. Yeah, uh, He plays uh, – who is he? He is the – I think the war minister is Matthias Erzberger, who is the um, the the um, German. I'm sorry, minister of finance, but he's involved in the decisions on the war effort, whether or not they're going to surrender or accept terms from the French. And there's a very interesting, a lot of incredible scenes about the armistice talks with um, uh, with with him. He's fantastic, and I wish they would have gotten him to dub his own. Um, voice for the English translation because he's got a very distinctive, recognizable voice to him, and I think it would have been it would have been really easy to get him to do that. Um, this is obviously a uh, one of the Oscar nominations nominees for best picture, well deserved. Uh, also, best international feature. It's got a very good shot of winning that, and best adapted screenplay. So, it's um, it's got uh, nine total. Academy Award nominations are those are the three most prominent ones. But I think it is, of it as a, a really difficult screenplay to adapt. So, like I, yeah. the 1979 version, I don't think is a as a very watchable. Movie. That was the Bur- the Borgenine version, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I think that was yeah, and that was made for uh, TV, uh, uh, a made for TV version. Then there's the original with, um, oh crap. Oh, the original, like from 1930? 1930, yeah. <laughs> oh, but that's the one. Uh, that's, I think that was a, uh, that might have, well, let's see, 1930. Would that have been before uh, the first Oscars? I mean, the first Oscars that Wings won was right around then. So Yeah, I it was like if, early 30s, right? Yeah, yeah. So it might have, that one might have been nominated at its at its time for an Oscar, um, for an Oscar. But yeah, it, it seems like it would be a, a hard adaptation to do. This this film is fascinating. It's um it is uh both heartbreaking and inspiring uh to watch. You're really feeling for these these kids. Obviously it's done really well to to give you their perspective as they're 
learning the the age old <laughs> idiom war is hell yeah. um uh but it's it's uh god it's such a well done movie i don't know if i'd put it at the top of my list as far as the movies we've seen the best picture nominees but there's still a few i haven't seen the triangle of sadness or um meet the fablemans I guess it's just called The Fablemans or Women Talking. Those still haven't been streaming. <laughs> Let's but. call it Meet the Fablemans. Meet the Fablemans. That's the long-running uh, Meet the Fockers sequel we've been waiting yeah, for all this time. <laughs> so this, uh, just quick clarification, yeah. um, I was wrong. The first Academy Awards were uh, May 16th, 1929, so just, just at the end of the, of the 20s. Okay. So, yeah, so this could have been... Um, and I guess back or uh, that movie did win Best Picture in 1930, though All Quiet on the West. This one did all, the original version, the, yeah. uh, the original film. Yeah, okay. which makes there me wonder: go. is there have, have we had that before? A remake of an old film got Best Picture then and again? Does that ever True happen? Grit, I think, got. Uh, I don't know if it, it didn't get Best Picture this last time around, but it did get nominated both times. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Both definitely shared nominations. I just wonder if anything's yeah, ever won. I don't twice. know if anything. Oh, Star is Born. Um, how about- That's at least one one best picture. The Judy Garland one and the Barbara Streisand ones, both. Did, did they both win? I Wait, did that? Won. Did the new I, one I, win I think best the picture? Maltese Falcon. Oh, Maltese Falcon. Did we have a new uh, Maltese Free Falcon? Free Ranger says that uh, Stars Born didn't win best picture. I know the 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 Gaga uh, one didn't win, but I thought the the uh like Chris Christopherson Barbara Streisand one did. You, you were saying like the first two, not the not the new one. Yeah, not the most recent one. The first right, two. Right, right. But I could anyway, be, could be yeah, I don't know if they, yeah. uh, that's an interesting. That would be a big deal if somebody did that. I would that think. would be, yeah, that'd be, uh, and you know, it's. Oh wow, Free Ranger says none of them won. Okay, I could have sworn that, <laughs> like, if you would have had me put money on it, I would have said the Judy Garland one for sure won, and I was pretty sure the Barbara Streisand one didn't. But interesting. Mm. All right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that would make this. And you're saying Maltese Falcon. I. I has there been more than one? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know there was a new one or a newer one than the one that happened. Well, there's the Marlowe, which is coming out. Oh no, yeah. that's Sam Spade. That's a different, different that's a deal. different detective. Yeah, there's there's a newer Maltese Falcon. I didn't know that. I would watch that. I like the first. I wouldn't one. be surprised if multiple uh, versions of West Side Story have won or at least been nominated. But both yeah. have been both have been nominated, and the first one. Again, I'm questioning all my yeah. best picture knowledge here. Um, the first one, I think, one obviously. Yeah, the, so, but, yeah. but bottom line, you're saying you totally agree with All Quiet getting nominated this yes. year. Yes. Oh, without a doubt. And uh, and and you know, compared to Avatar and um, Tar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Avatar. That's Fargo and Argo. Have we seen? Best uh, <laughs> right? picture names uh, fully contained within another uh, another nominee. Yeah, uh, two different years though. But um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of where I'd put it in in the list. Um, I know I most, I, most people that? most people have Elvis and Avatar and Tar all. You know, like why? Why are these even on this? I would put right? Elvis for sure. I would put on that list. I really enjoyed Tar as a as an exploration of the of the the character. Yeah. Um, but Elvis, I thought was as egregious as making the main character a non influence on their own life as much as Blonde was for Marilyn uh, Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. So and do I, you do you like, of all the ones you've seen, which would you yeah. say? Not your favorite, but what do you think is going to win? 
Oh, see, I th- uh, I, everything yeah. everywhere would have to. I, I can't imagine it not winning at this point. Like, I, oh, really? What, what could you do to not have everything everywhere win Best Picture? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It seems a little <sighs> too out there, man. Seems a little too. Um, I don't know. Yeah. A little fantasy. I'd still put. I'd still put Banshees of Sharon above everything, everywhere, all at once, and above Top Gun Maverick. So the ones I, yeah, those are the ones I haven't seen. Triangle of Sadness, Fablemans, Women Talking, and um, oh my god, that's it. I've seen all the other ones. So those are those three. I still need to watch. But I'll bet Banshees wins. My my prediction is Banshees. I love that movie. Yeah. I I don't know if it will for sure, but if but if I had to put money, on yeah, it. and Triangle of Sadness being a satirical comedy you know play on the the uber rich uh it's going to be enjoyable but it's going to be <laughs> it's like i i don't expect it to be uh oscar material yeah well, we'll uh, see. fablemans is a love letter to hollywood and hollywood loves yeah. as we've seen in the past hollywood loves a love letter to itself yeah, they and do it like also that. it also loves to give awards to people who've won many, many, many awards. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just it's just outrageous. Like I keep hearing people who are so outraged that the Fablemans stars a bunch of uh, not Jewish people. Oh, is that a thing? <laughs> like, I didn't know that. Are, I just know the why are, these, the, why are the, these not Jewish actors all in this movie? I only know about the Riddler. <laughs> I don't know anyone else in it but the Riddler guy. I can't think of his name, but the Riddler. I, I would like i would like to oh, unpack yeah. this a, a bit more in a couple of weeks but i i feel yeah. pretty strongly right now all right well there you go <laughs> go check it out uh well, brian yeah. the title so the movie once i actually again. talked about was <laughs> all quiet on the western front which is on netflix uh seriously you know you may have skipped over my last two uh subtitled movie recommendations but don't skip on this one all quiet on the western front Okay. Well, you got to get that cough looked at. It sounds. I really do. Rough. Yeah, it's it's like coughing out these great movies. All right, I'm going to play Nicole's thing. And Nicole, I've been looking forward to what you watch for a while now, so I'm anxious to hear what you have to say. Any kind of setup oh, you cool. want to do here? Mm, no, I just happened upon it on Apple Plus, uh, and it was funny because I set it in my watch list, and it showed up as a trivia question in an SNL skit. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> just recently. <laughs> weird. I know the one too. Yeah. That's very I was weird. Like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, what an odd, um, odd bit of happenstance. And right. it's an anthology, anthology, and I pretty much binged all eight episodes uh, at once. All at once. And I haven't, right. done, I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> wow, that speaks wow. highly. All right, well, here it is. Uh, the clip seemed distracted today. Yeah, he's traumatized. I'm traumatized. It's my wife's birthday. Oh, ex-wife. You gonna call her? Nah, it's complicated. Kind of in the middle of something. You don't have to run, Carol. We had this this long for caffeine. What's the patrol just dropped this off? They're sitting on a car about half a mile away, registered to a Rebecca Moss. Rebecca Moss. That's me. Wow, that's her. Can we take a minute to acknowledge the real tragedy here? I was clearly in my prime. You think IDing a dead girl is funny? No, no. It's just who gets a blowout and contours their face before a trip to the DMV. Wow. You live with your license photo a long time, Carol. Okay. Die. <laughs> All right. It seems like my kind of jam. Tell us about this show. So you just heard Allison Brie. This is the, let's see, what, this one is episode six, The Woman Who Solves Her Own Murder. So in it, Allison Brie, of course, is the one murdered, and you follow her on her journey of trying to solve her own murder and and you also heard 
uh, I don't, I can't remember her last name, but she's on SNL. Ego. Oh, Nuotum. Yeah. yeah. So she's in, she was the, the woman that came, Carol, that was critiquing her having okay. a, her hair done mm-hmm. for her photo. Um, and and Alison Bree's also- character is not really there, right? She's seeing this after, uh, you know, they can't see her or hear her. Right. right. That's okay. why she's talking over them because she's a ghost. Okay. Um, and one of the detectives is Hugh Dancy. Is it? Hmm. Sure. Sure. Why so not? anyway, all of these episodes, they start with the woman. So it's the first one is the woman who disappeared, the woman who ate photographs, the woman who kept was kept on a shelf, the woman who found bite marks on her skin, the woman who f- what who was fed by a duck. That one is weird. I caution you on that one. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> so you just sold Scott on the whole thing. Yeah, affair. man, I'm all in now. <laughs> that sounds great. That one. Um, yeah, that's yeah. When you watch it, you'll go, okay, that's what Nicole was talking about. Okay. Uh, the woman who returned her husband and the girl who loved horses. These are all little mini stories, little mini um, episodic or, or the, the episodes are contained within. So you could stop and start each one mm-hmm. and get closure. Well, usually with an anthology, there's something that connects them. Is there a thing like that in here where there's like a thread? They're all women. Okay. It's it's women's stories written by women. That's why it's raw, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like a flower with a woman. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, The biggest celebrity, I would say, in the the, episode two with Nicole Kidman, Mm. the woman who ate photographs. Okay. That one is a very, oh, sad story about a aging woman who her kids are growing up her mom has just recently been diagnosed with dementia and it's like it's this whole thing um that she's going through Mm -hmm. um there's funny parts to it like every episode there's tongue-in-cheek funny it's dark a lot of it's very dark comedy yeah um, but I loved every single one of the, uh, the duck one was weird. I can't, I can't stop. Sorry. The duck mm-hmm. one just really disturbed me. Really? <laughs> I, well, I can't she's wait a, for this duck a, one. You've she's sold a me. single girl and, um, Oh, it's got Merritt Weaver in that one. And it has I, the guy I, from uh, a good place. Yeah. Um, Justin Kirk. Uh, Jason. Oh, Jason Matsukas. Yeah. Mats- yeah. That name. Yes. Derek. <laughs> I love all those guys. Look at this. Look at this cast: Jake Johnson, uh, Daniel Day Kim. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, Justin Kirk's really good. I also really like Merritt Weaver. I'll watch her do anything. Yeah, she's an episode. A lot of one episode. actors that I go, I know that actor, but I don't know their name. <laughs> Alfred Molina, uh, Ricky Betty Gilpin, which again, you know, because of the glow connection. Oh, by Betty Gilpin, the, the glow showrunners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, she's the girl that was kept on a shelf. With um, uh, what's his name from Lost? Daniel Day Kim. Uh, Daniel Kim. Yeah. Oh man. And Gopher. I just can't get over that Gopher is in this thing. Gopher from <laughs> is he really? Well, he was in something that I recommended just recently too. Uh, Having a little it bit is of weird a comeback. Seeing him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He went. He went quiet for a real long time. Even after his politics, he just sort of stopped existing. Mm-hmm. But hey, Gopher's back, everybody. Little Fred Grandy. Yeah. The woman who returned her husband is is funny and sweet. It's a, about an older woman who's just fed up with her husband. So apparently in this world, you can return him. 
and oh, she nice. tries out and she tries out new husbands and the first one she tries out is um peter i'm gonna butcher his name fascinately sure he's or from Facinelli. Uh, yeah. Facinelli. yeah from twilight and uh can't hardly wait oh yeah i know that guy and, uh, i like him he's good so i saw yeah He's creepy. He gives me the the creepy boyfriend vibes. Yeah, yeah. He was he was a nice husband, but he reminded her of his mother. So, so let by me the way, this is how we'll never we'll we'll always know if Nicole's been replaced with AI. Oh yeah, no, because yeah, yeah, we won't get we won't get the Sanuli or Sanuli. We won't get stuff just, like that. I'm hard time. I'd love that though. No, I don't love change. It. I, like it yeah, is, I was. I was actually when she put four syllables in the word dementia, I was trying to imagine how I would have written it out. Yeah. How I would have written it out to make the AI say it in her voice. I think it lets, it will let you do phonetics. So you can, uh, I was having a hard time with the word, I had a hard time with the word soldering because I did this fake thing for my sister and she had to spell it S O D D. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering about that. Okay. Cause yeah, I saw that you had, didn't have it as soldering and I'm guessing that's how it pronounced it. Yeah. She said soldering when I did Wendy's voice. Yeah. So I don't know. They're, they're not perfect, obviously, but these things are they're highly oh, yeah. tweakable. Anyway, Came out Roar. last year on Apple TV Plus. Uh-huh. The episodes are about 30. I think the longest one is 40 minutes, but oh, no, no, 37, 37 minutes is the longest that's one. Great. 29 to 30. I mean, this, yeah. this looks really good. And I loved Glow. So um the fact that they're the the showrunners are involved with this is is great. Would you say that the um uh how am I trying to say this? The 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 vibe of it is kind of Black Mirror-ish or a different? Not that is it something? Not as dark. Okay. Definitely not as dark. I mean, it's just. I guess if you're a woman, you're watching that. I just like, yep. There's a lot of a lot of stuff here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, well. And it's just put into a you know a story format and. uh like the woman who found bike marks on her skin um, uh, was directed by Rashida Jones, and it deals with women that feel the pull of motherhood and work. Hmm. And a lot of this is a lot of these stories are about kind of taking feelings that you know can happen as you go through being. A woman and i know when i had my son the the desire to go back to work but then the incredible guilt that yeah. you felt and like mm. how do you how do you sometimes you can't even put it into word right, but sure. it's kind of it's kind of neat that they put it into a show i agree i like this kind of stuff i'm in i, I had this on a list already it's already in my little queue I just there you go haven't pulled the trigger i will now pull said trigger uh, nicely done. All right, let's move on to Randy Jordan for his recommendal. Randy, what's your setup here? Let's lighten it up and make it darker at the same time. We could do that. <laughs> sure. And here's how we're here's how we're going to do that. So, as I've said before, I don't like to come in here every week and recommend a comedy special. Although I would if I felt that it was appropriate. Um, there are so many great comedians who keep cranking out comedy specials, right? Yeah. Like you should just watch them. Like if there's a new special from Nicole Byer or Roy Wood Jr. or Hannah Gadsby or Bo Burnham or Gerard Carmichael, I could like list a hundred. Hmm. Like you should just watch those if they come out. Right. Yeah. So I'm here to tell you, I watched the comedy special and I did not expect to like it 
and I loved it. And it just came out a few days ago and it's from a comedian that I have been ignoring for 15 years. And now I'm scratching my head like, Oh, maybe I should uh, pay more attention to this person. Hmm. All right. Let's play and see what we get. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I don't want to be negative, but I don't think anything's ever going to get better ever again. I don't want to bump anybody out, but I think this is pretty much the way it's going to be for however long it takes us to polish this planet off. (laughs) And don't misunderstand me. I have no hope. Um, I think if you have hope, what are you, f***ing seven? So, again, I don't want to be negative, but you kind of know it's true, right? In your heart, you know that it's f***ing over, right? I know it's hard to handle, Culturally, politically, climate-wise. What are you going to do about the climate? Nothing. (laughs) I think in the back of our heads, we're like, well, you know, I I, I don't want to get in the way of anything that Swedish teenager's doing. You know? (laughs) Like, Greta's got focus. She's young. I think she's going to nail it. (laughs) Speaking of glow, by the way. That is, of course, Mark Maron. Mm. Uh, his brand new special just came out a few days ago is called from bleak to dark. <laughs> and, um, it's, it's that why like, I just you know played the first minute. It is that, and it just goes on and on. And you're like, how is he doing this? Like he closes with 10 minutes on his girlfriend who died. Mm. And this mm. happened like a year ago. Oh God. And oh. it's like, how I don't understand how this is ha- like, do you remember the first time you saw Nanette or like heard Hannah Gadsby? And she says, yeah. I am not here to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. But then she goes on to make you laugh mm-hmm. despite trying not to. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the inverse of that, but it's just as dark. He is obviously trying to make you laugh, but he's asking himself over and over and over. Should I, should I be even talking about this subject, you know? Mm -hmm. And it is, it is just brilliant. I, like I say, I have, I, I have mistakenly paid no attention to Mark Maron for a long time. And he is just, he is top of the game. Did you watch him in glow? No. Oh, it was great in glow. I love him in those small parts and stuff. And I, I used to listen to, uh, back in the day, I uh, used to listen to WTF, the podcast yeah. that he did. He was a great interviewer, and uh, he what? he let his interviewers, his subjects talk. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> what, what turned me off on that was that, generally speaking, I don't care about people who are in their own head. I don't mm. find that entertaining compared to people who are talking about subjects outside sure. of their own head. And so, like, I listened to Mark Maron a couple of times in his heyday, and I was just like, uh, I, you know, I need this guy to just go to therapy, and I'm not going to be a part of that. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> you know, apparently he is really, really good at writing stand up. Like, yeah. he's like exceptional at writing stand up. And this is, this is such a good example. Yeah, I need to see this. I like him a lot. I like his stand-up. I like his show. Brian's right about his interview style. So it's one of the best. Um, mm-hmm. He gets the stuff out of people that, uh, you know, I feel like I feel like Stern does this a little bit as well. Um, but Mar- Marin's really top of the game in that regard. And for a long time, he was the number one podcast in the world. Yes. Um, yeah. Until Rogan and others came and usurped it. But um, 
Yeah, he's he's a really interesting dude. But I have to admit, the things I like the most from him are these weird bit parts. Not like well, it wasn't so much a bit part, but what he did in Glow and other. I'm trying to think of some other stuff. I know I've seen him in, but he. Yeah. But whenever he shows up in some show and he's just playing some, you know, kind of nebbish, <laughs> negative character, it's always good. Yeah. Yeah. It's always he, funny. All that beard he, and all that just, hair. I love it. The the most legendary comedy specials have something that you never expected and that just kind of like make you make you force you to remember them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's like there's just like a, a handful of them over the years. And in this one, he does a joke that's a long story, but the joke ends with him telling the joke on stage in the moment that he's telling it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's this crazy thing. I, I, I've never seen somebody do this mm. where he tells, he tells a story that leads up to the current present actual moment. He's telling it. Wow. I, I'm just like, it's uh, like, it was just brilliant. I love this guy. Can't wait to see it. I will definitely watch that. I like a good stand up comedy. Uh, it, there is uh, I, I didn't, uh, recommend it like i didn't uh, ask my wife to watch it i don't recommend it for anyone who is um uh struggling with dark things <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure this is this is um a trip into some really bad times like i say his longest bit is about his girlfriend dying and him being you know present for that like she had she had a sudden diagnosis of leukemia and died very rapidly yeah and uh like you can tell this is just like the most terrible thing that you know has happened in his life and it's not this is not for everybody yeah strikes me as a guy who uh deals with hard stuff through laughter and Mm -hmm. that's his you know he may be seeing an actual therapist but i think this is part of his therapy and again it's called from bleak to dark it is on hbo max very nice all right i will end with a very much fictitious thing that's got nothing to do with comedy although there are some funny moments Uh, a movie i meant to see when it came out and didn't here's my clip fletcher buenos tardes ramundo (laughs) i should stab you with that fucking rolling pin oh don't be cunty I was just hoping we could have a cosy little drink together. So, I've got a meeting on Saturday at your favourite newspaper. As the best private investigator in this smoky little town, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, they are ready to put 150 grand in my pocket to give them some filth. Good for me, that. But in this case, it's bad for you. Okay. If you don't know what this is, this is uh, 2020's The Gentleman. No, sorry, 2019 is when it came out. Uh, mm-hmm. The Gentleman, directed by Guy Ritchie, written by Guy Ritchie. I love Guy Ritchie movies where he gets back to the basics of London-based crime uh, mobster business. So, mm-hmm. you know, the Two Smoking Barrels era or Snatch or any of that stuff. Love those movies. And The Gentleman, in a lot of ways, is his big return to that. And the guy you heard talking there was none other than uh, the, the uh, where, where I've uh, Hugh Grant. Yeah, Hugh, uh, almost an unrecognizable Hugh Grant. Yeah, I w- it took me a minute. I will say I knew he was in it, but I was like, wait, mm-hmm. is this him? <laughs> like it was yeah. freaking me out. Um, the movie is a little weird. It stars Matthew McConaughey as an American transplant into the London underground crime syndication business, uh, and his girlfriend, played by Michelle Dockery, who is always good. Mm-hmm. I love her. 
Um, Charlie Hoonan is Ray, this character he's talking to that just yelled the F-bomb at him. It has a smaller but amazing role from Colin Farrell that I will never forget. Yeah, it's yes. amazing. Um, Tony Wu is really good in this. Uh, it's just, I don't want to give too much away, but it's basically, you know, underground drug tra- trafficking, uh, Cockney speaking uh, Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. And you either like those already or you don't. So if you liked things like Snatch and uh, Lock, Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, yeah. yeah, like movies like those early things that he did, then you'll really like this. And I did watch um, the the one he did right before this was the movie called uh, the See the Statham movie. What was that called? Shoot, I, I I think I recommended it here on the show. It was Wrath of Man. Okay, um, that actually came out later. So gentlemen, gentlemen, then Wrath of Man, and prior to that was Aladdin, which is crazy. Um, but anyway, I just think Guy Ritchie speaks a very specific language when he's making movies like this that are just endlessly entertaining, and I never can get enough of them. So, um, yeah. uh, it's cool. First off, I'm, I'm I'm surprised you bleeped the f word and did not blurp the c uh, blurp uh, the c word right after it. I didn't hear uh, it. My, you know what? First time I really heard it was today. Like <laughs> his accent, I just couldn't tell. But yeah, and and Charlie Hunnam. By the way, from yeah, I always yeah. say Hunan, like Hunan Express, like it's Hunan Chicken. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Hunan, uh, Fifty Shades of Anarchy. I don't know why I do that, <laughs> but anyway, he he uh, he's very good in it as well, and very intimidating in it. Anyway, yeah. it's a big twisty story that you're not sure where it's going to go, and it ends up in a place I didn't predict. And I think that's all I'll say about because I don't want to spoil it. It's currently on Netflix, and it's a great time if you are in the mood for such things. Nice escapism. <laughs> Yeah, this might have been one of the last films I saw in theaters before lockdowns happened. Because um, around the that around that time, we we saw it in the theater, and uh, and I'd completely forgotten about it until you brought it up. Like, oh yeah, I really like that, and mm-hmm. and again, like the the actors and stuff you mentioned, and how what a what a turn it is for a lot of them. Yeah, I would say um, the best. This is the best thing since Rock and Roller, which came out in '08. It's been a while. Yeah, um, he doesn't make a lot him. of movies. Well, he makes he's had plenty. It's just it's a lot of mainstream stuff. Like he did Aladdin, that that live action Aladdin. He did a King Arthur thing, The Man from Uncle. Uh Okay, but when you say Guy Ritchie movies, you're talking Sherlock about Holmes. Snatch, Lockstock, Rock and Rolla, and mm-hmm. it's like the guy just doesn't like you other other people with his kind of success would have made a movie every 2 years. Oh yeah, no. I I mean you you're right, but I mean he's made 25 movies and he's got four on the way and it it's not like he doesn't <laughs> yeah, make movies. I feel like The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, which is due for 20 2024 is going to be a quote-unquote Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Um, for sure. So yeah, he's got, you know, it's a, it's a mixed bag. Like I think those Sherlock Holmes movies are fun, but they're not the they're not the Guy Ritchie I signed up for. But they're good. I mean, they they get the job done. Um I thought King Arthur was fun, which also had Charlie Hunan Chicken Express in it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, I, it's a return to that form. It's usually the ones he writes that are like this, so watch for those. And uh, he wrote this, and it's amazing. Um, I really, really liked it and thought it was a, a whole lot of fun. And if you uh, have a little mob itch for a mob movie, it'll it'll do just fine. So that's on Netflix right now. You got me you got me really digging on what was the last movie I saw in a theater, and I have not seen a movie in a theater since uh, before. Oh, COVID. really? Okay. Um, wow. And the answer I think is the Rise of Skywalker, which is just sad. A it is kind of sad. Mine was Sonic, sad. and then well, no, I saw Spider Man after. 
the the newer yeah, Spider-Man that came out home. last yeah. year. I, 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 was it last year? Two years, whatever it was. What yeah, a blur. Mm-hmm. So that was my next one. But Sonic was mine. Nicole, what was the last movie you saw in a movie theater before everything shut down? Oh, well, we went after everything started opening. We were mm-hmm. we rented like a theater for a hundred bucks just yeah. for us. Yeah, I remember um, they were all. I know you and I. Well, you and I saw. Uh, was it uh, Christmas Vacation? No, it was uh, Elf in Elf. the theater. But that I think that was that was during. Right? Be- was it during? I think no, it was. it was before. It was. Before. Was it before? Okay. Oh Way yeah, it was before. the Christmas yeah, before because yeah, yeah. I have pictures of us without masks on. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I honestly can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a gentleman TV show that has been announced uh, that's currently filming. Oh, shut up, dude! That Guy Ritchie is directing, executive producing, and writing. Vinny Jones is in it. Oh, guess hey, I don't want to shock anybody. Giancarlo Esposito is in this thing. Oh, really? God, that, it's good to finally see that guy yeah. get to work. He just disappeared <laughs> after Breaking Bad. We never saw him again. Weird. Exactly. Being sarcastic, at of course, the, yeah. season everything. But anyway. Looking at the list of what was in theaters when COVID started, mm-hmm. um, there are people out there who the last movie they saw in theaters before COVID was Cats starring James Corden. And that's, <laughs> oh, no. That is way more sad. See, there you go. Way more sad than Skywalker. Yeah. Starring yeah. James Corden. I love that you. That that's who you say it was starring. It yes. starred a lot of terrible people. They were all bad in it, yeah. but I just think it it's funny. a lot funny. of good people in a terrible yes. movie. Yeah. Yes. I wish I found him funny. I don't at all. By the way, and, and I'll just uh, answer this because somebody might write in, but uh, only two remakes have won the Best Picture Oscar, and neither were ones that we mentioned. Oh. Uh, the Departed and Ben Hur are the only two uh, in the list that I found. The only two remakes that have won Best Picture. So the Ben Hur one must have been an ancient Ben Hur, like a silent. It was an movie? ancient silent film. Uh, oh, ben Hur. Wild. wild. Okay. And, and, and Infernal Affairs was unknown. Infernal so Affairs the, was that right? The uh, foreign film that Departed was based on. Right. Yeah. The the last movie I saw was Super Pets. Super Pets. <laughs> He's on the theater. <laughs> well it was done. actually not bad. It's actually pretty sure. good. I've heard good things about Super Pets. It's really fun. I the like, kids loved it. I like Batman's dog. I forgot his name, but I like him. Uh, oh, Crypto. Or no, no, no. I'm no. sorry. Batman's dog. Yeah, he's got uh, a dog named uh, something. He looks like a Rottweiler. Really? Yeah, and it, it's an Ace. Care. It's Ace, I think. Is it Ace? Yeah, yeah it's right. Ace. It sounds right. Yeah, and I think that was Ron Perlman, I think, did the voice. Do I have that right? I don't know. I'd look it up. Anyway, nothing wrong with super pets, Nicole. Hold your head high on that one. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it. Uh, all of these uh, things have been listed over there on the uh, at their website. Shitoutofluck.com. No, it's quicktms.lee. Okay, quicktms.lee is where you're going to want to go, and you'll find out everything we watched today. Thank you both for hanging out with us, and I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you. Thanks. No, Thanks. you. Okay. I'm looking at films that were released in uh, February 2020, and I think we saw the Elizabeth Moss uh, Invisible Man in theaters. Might have been the last thing that we saw in theaters. How was that? Was that any good? Never saw it. No. No? No. (laughs) Wow. You answered that so fast. Yeah. No. uh, She was great, but uh, it was like a... um, Wow. You know, Invisible Man is a horribly abusive uh boyfriend and uh okay it's just like oh god this is just hard to watch hard to watch yeah she's always good but and i was not drawn to see that i felt like 
I imagine there was, and I can't remember for sure, but I'm I'm pretty sure there was a uh, a shot in that film where it, the camera gets up really close in uh, Elizabeth Moss's face, right at her eyes, and she does that. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. That she blinky, likes doing almost that. blinky thing that she does. She does it all the time in Handmaid's Tale. It drives me crazy. Um, do you think if Oliver Stone fell down a hill and Elizabeth Moss got in the way that he would gather moss? Do you think that would happen? <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, let's do this here ending of the show stuff that we like to do. I'd like to remind people to play retro is tonight instead of uh, yesterday. 3.30 Mountain Time is when that's happening. So watch for that live show. Uh, no DTS for me until tomorrow. Uh, so there's that whole thing. We got core kind of coming up on Thursday, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Brian, you got anything else uh, going on or happening or posting that people should know about? Uh, nothing today. Oh, I'll take that back. Yeah, we have a brand new episode of Soundography that uh, just dropped. Uh, something that Hammond and I started doing last season, and we're going to do every season, but we go back and revisit all of the artists that we did on a previous season to see what they've done, what they've released since uh, the episode that we talked about them on. It was like nine nine years since that first season or eight years or something. Yeah. And um, maybe a little bit less than that. But we go back to season two and talk about bands like, uh, well, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. And uh, um, I'll try to remember who else we talked about in that season. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young is was the one that comes to mind because we recorded before David Crosby passed away. Oh. The, the revisiting and uh, then we released it afterwards and of course so that doesn't talk about <laughs> David Crosby passing uh, away okay but uh, that new episode is uh, on soundography.com right now and uh, another new episode will drop on Monday fantastic watch for that all right let's get out of here speaking of music I know you have a little bucket there and you just pull out of there yeah. and just do th- stuff so let me grab a bucket uh, this one comes to us from Sean who says howdy B and S uh, I know you tend to do covers for requests, but being an old school Weird Al fan, I get in. I really get into parodies. For my 53rd orbit of our local star this Saturday, the wife and I would like to request a parody of Holiday Road. Uh, this is performed by Insane Ian. I can't be 100% sure of the artist, and, and but it is. Yeah, it's done by Insaney, and I can tell you that right now yeah. uh, from a, a track that he released in 2019. But every time we hear it, we think of Scott and his perfectly justified fascination with this movie. Yes, it's a cover of Holiday Road entitled Fury Road. Oh, Enjoy. What? Uh, Lindsay Buckingham parody right here. Going out to Sean. A cover, per, I'm sorry, a, a parody performed by Insane Ian. Oh, 53, hold on. Let's party! Well, welcome to the party, pal, as That's we right. like to say. Yeah, joining us Yeah, in the 53 Club. Woo! Yep, there's uh, population three. Let's go. <laughs> All right, uh, awesome. I can't wait to hear this myself. I'll play it now. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a brand new episode of TMS.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.